on the road to beat the Cowboys. Hey, E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Hey, hey, welcome to church. <laughs> it's so good to have everybody on. We love you so much, church. We miss you. Uh, miss seeing your beautiful faces. We love your comments. We love... Um, your voices. Your Because vo that's your voice to us right now. We love just people checking in. And if you're hopping on right now on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, man, just throw a comment down there. Let people know you're here. Just say hi. Um, we're doing this uh, this journey together. What a great mm -hmm. day today is. What about... Well, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, look, if you missed last week, by the way, we celebrated uh, uh, our church birthday. Yes, we did. 22. 22. Your favorite number. My favorite number. And uh, this week we have a birthday. Uh, 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 someone turning 25 on our team. Yeah. Uh, it's actually our son, Jake. Uh, is, happy uh, birthday, Happy Jake. birthday, Bubba. We love you, kiddo. Thank you so much for making all of this All this possible, possible. all He's the time. doing all the production and everything for us, um, our church services right now. So he was asking us before, you know, we have a, always like a debrief about what we need to be able to put up on the screen. And I was like, <laughs> maybe a happy birthday to me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday to me. I like that. My, I'm going to have that coming soon. Yeah, yes, Not too you soon, are. But, but, but Jake, thanks for putting up with me for 25 years and here's for many, many more. <laughs> so <laughs> today you can tell we are decking out our Eagles gear just because, today because this week there's a... There, there's a lot going on this week, yes. and uh, one of the things is obviously tonight uh, our beloved Eagles uh, are playing the, the Dallas Cowboys, and we always like to start. You said they're playing the Cowboys. You mean tonight they're beating the Cowboys. Oh, it's a given. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Trouncing, trouncing, demoralizing. <laughs> um, and by the way, if you are a Cowboys fan and live in the Philadelphia area, we will be praying for you today uh, for the demonic oppression to be passed out in the name of like Jesus. If you live in Philly and you're a Dallas fan, you're committed, because this is a hard city to live in. If you're a Dallas fan, so you know, I, I mad props for. Do you know what I'm committed to? I'm committed to starting out every morning with good iced coffee. So we started out with good iced coffee this morning. Um, <laughs> by the way, which was sent from uh, pastors to us. Um, not mentioning any names. Thanks, Hearns. Thanks. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, John. Um, <laughs> it says Dallas still sucks. Yes, they do. There we have it. And now we know that half the people just checked out because uh, they were like, I thought this was church, and it's an uh, advertisement for coffee. <laughs> Um, hey guys, if you're a guest today, thanks for checking in. Welcome. We are though. We just love to have fun. Welcome. You know the truth is, uh, you know we. God is a God of excitement. He's a God that laughs. He's He's a God who loves people, and and yeah. uh, that's what this is all about. We, we we are so thankful that you're here. And yeah, and thank you for joining us too, especially right now. You know, sometimes even in our climate, it can feel almost kind of like, oh, is it okay to? To, to find joy and I think that the answer is all the more maybe you know yeah, just true. to try to really experience that part of God that still always carries joy and um, if you would like to get to know a little bit more about us um, by the way this is Kyle oh, and Kyle. my name is Danielle um, you can check the link that's uh, whatever on whatever social media platform you're watching us through today and that'll tell you a little bit more about who we are and uh, what we believe and there's uh, past services that yeah. you can uh, take a look at as well as something that we do on Tuesday nights which is called chat room we do that every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and it's Kyle and he really breaks down the word and you can find out a little bit more there also about um, our men's Bible study yeah. called Forged, Go Forged. and oh, our yeah. women's uh, Bible study that's called shoulder to shoulder shoulder to shoulder and shoulder to shoulder has an event coming up we'll tell you a little bit more about that in just a, uh, a little bit and uh, really check it out and, and matter of fact if you've been hanging out here at connect for a while and haven't gone on Linktree to see all the things that yeah, God is true. doing. Man, check it out because sometimes we can we can think we know, 
what's right. what's going on, and and right, we really right. don't. So check it out. Just go ch- uh, and, and find out what's going on. Yeah. But D, this week, um, on a, on a serious side, this week we we have uh, is election week. Yes. And it's it's one of the most powerful uh, kind of seasons in America. Every four years mm-hmm. is this time, and you know, um, I. I I don't know where you stand, and, and you know, for D and I, we always talk about we never, this, we we never make church for us uh, a stance about a political aisle because that's not where we believe the kingdom is. Um, but the one thing that I know is this week, and the thing I'm going to ask, and the thing we're going to do in just a second, is that maybe no, no matter whose candidate wins, some candidate's going to win, yeah. which means there's going to be people that are happy and people that sure. are sad, um, people that. Uh, Christians who are rejoicing and Christians who are mourning. Um, and it's not really about whose candidate wins. Um, because regard on, on Wednesday or, yeah. or Thursday yeah. <laughs> or Friday, whenever the election and results come out, the truth is our, our, our nation still needs healing. Oh, no matter who comes into the, uh, the White House, our nation yeah. needs healing. Yeah. And um, that's what Second Chronicles seven fourteen says. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. I'll hear their cries, and I will heal, heal their land. And uh, church, that's what we're going to do right now. We're, we're just going to pray that God, whoever wins this election, God guides the heart mm-hmm. and the mind and the will of uh, whoever that may be, um, that God brings a healing bomb into this land from top to bottom. Um, and right to left, that uh, the, the great divide that the enemy tries to use to separate people into right and wrongs, better and less, haves and have-nots, is done away with, yeah. um, and that Jesus really uh, is the healer. So, babe, can you, can you just kind of pray for yeah. us in that? Father, I thank you that we can approach you with um, everything that our hearts are full of, and our lives have so many components that there's often so many emotions and thoughts that are included in all of that. And I thank you, Father, that you help us make sense of uh, the entirety of our hearts, feelings, and the entirety of our minds, thoughts. And so, God, I pray that you would turn the attention of our nation to your heart and your mind and your will, God. And we pray, uh, as Jesus taught us, that, um, that your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yes, Lord. And I pray, Father, that this week that your kingdom would have a means of coming to earth, God. And I pray that we um, are able to find ways to help carry people as they carry so much uh, into their decisions, uh, whether it be their their mail-in ballot as a poll or into an actual polling station. I pray, Father, that your presence would go with people and that you would bring clarity. Uh, but most of all, God, that you're a bomb would be um, mm. would be flowing in places that we as a nation don't even realize it needs to touch. And I pray, God, that we could yes. be conduits uh, whenever you show us opportunities in your name. Amen. 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 You know, church, as Americans, it's our privilege to be a part of the election. But as Christians, it's our privilege to build the kingdom after the election. Build the kingdom of grace and love, unity and mercy. Uh, that God has called us to be a part of. So, uh, babe, I'm excited about this morning. Yeah. We're excited about what we're going to talk about, and we're going to actually talk a little bit about 
uh, part two of something we talked about two weeks ago. Um, But uh, if you brought your Bible, uh, open up to the book of Acts, chapter 27. Acts 27. We're almost at the end of Acts. Can't believe it. We started Acts in the beginning of this uh, pandemic. I know. And uh, and we're almost at the end uh, here. And um, if you need a title uh, for this, uh, you can deal with this. You can deal with that. that. Or you can deal with this, or you can deal with that. Yeah, come on. You can deal with this, or you can deal with that. Um, now that's going to be stuck in my head. It's kind of like it's a small world. gets stuck in there. Um, but I, what, what did I want to talk about just a little bit today is that the decisions that we make uh, when it comes to, to God, when it comes to following God's word, how we treat the prophetic, the, the, the powerful word of God in our life, babe, how, how we actually deal with it, treat it, how we handle it, um, will bring about results hmm. uh, one way or the other, right? So it, it, there, there's, a, there's a this or there's a that. <laughs> and sometimes I think, you know, sometimes I, 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 I hear this a lot, I think, in our world because I know I can't touch her very much now that she has the chairs apart, but you I can hold her hand. You I know. <laughs> um, is that sometimes I think we get caught in this mentality like either anything that happens to me is God's will oh, yeah. or it doesn't matter what I choose because God will bail me out. And the problem with those mentalities is that it doesn't mean that God doesn't love us. He does, and he will work things together. However, uh, there are storm, needless storms that we end up going through. There's yeah. that we, we open our, our, our uh, life up to the ravages of the enemy in the midst yeah. of that, our families. Yeah. It keeps us really from the, the, the purity and the blessing of holiness, right? Yeah. And, and at the end, it, it, can, it really can, when we have those kind of mentalities, it can bring position us to be offended with God right. really easy offended mm-hmm. with God's people offended with his word because it hasn't residue. It ha- exactly right the residue buildup it's mm-hmm. kind of like in the chimney right if you have a yeah. we have an older house and you have to get the chimneys clean because it, it the, the fire had produces residue and that's what happens in our life the fire of mm-hmm. sin the fire of pain the fire of disillusionment the fire of disappointment Actually, if we don't allow the Holy Spirit to cleanse that, the chimney of our heart out, uh, it, it, the residue builds up and it mm. causes offense between God, God's people, um, and, and God's promises in our life. So yeah. we're going to hop in. True. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. and then that's not what we want. The truth is, and here's how good God is. God knows that, and he actually set up yes. our life so we don't have to go through that. He knows those things will happen. But he's saying, "This is." Yeah. let me give you the answer. So uh, Acts 27, we're going to start in verse 3, because uh, we, we already set this up where Paul is headed towards uh, um, Rome to be tried. A centurion named Julius is yeah. um, overseeing him in a boat, uh, and they stopped uh, for a little bit at Sidon. And verse 3 says, And uh, when they put into Sidon, Julius the centurion treated Paul kindly, and gave him leave, underline kindly, and gave him leave to go to his friends and be cared for. We talked about that yes. two weeks ago, how, yeah. you know. Uh, I probably would have done something different with that opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm out. See, thanks, but God. It is yeah. kind of amazing when you see that kindness in action, you can be so taken aback by it because it doesn't make sense. Um, Absolutely. That you can be like wowed almost by that kindness. Totally. Yeah. Um, and that's how he responded to uh, Paul, to God's prophetic utterance there. In the first thing, but then go down to verse nine. A different situation comes up now. Now, when much time had been spent and sailing was now dangerous because uh, the fast or the day of atonement was already over, Paul advised them, saying, "Men, I perceive that this voyage will end in disaster and much loss, not only of cargo and of the ship, but also of your lives." Listen to this. 
Nevertheless, the centurion was more persuaded by the helmsman and the owner of the ship than by the things spoken by Paul. So on one hand, mm -hmm. we see that there, he's kind to Paul. Mm -hmm. And then on the other hand, when things are more pressing, yeah. when things become more valuable on a bigger right. scale, yeah. um, when, there's, when there could be greater consequences, more at stake, more at stake. Yeah. He, his response is very different. Yeah. The problem is, mm -hmm. guys, that it ends up in disaster. And that's kind of what we want to look at today, just a little bit about um, that's the this or that. How we handle the things of God, how we handle the, 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 the promises of God, the purpose of God, the word of God, the prophetic nature of God in our lives. How do we handle those things? And D, it, obviously it says here that Julius the centurion um, was kind at first, but then he was persuaded mm -hmm. to go against Paul. Right. Um, how, how do you see that? How, how do you see that actually hitting our lives? I think um, it stood out to me because... Uh, the, of the kindness. Sometimes when you have yeah. a backdrop of someone's kindness, right, then when you see that persuasion hit, you're kind of taken all the more back because a lot of times um, when we're being kind to someone, like say I'm, say I do something, an act of kindness to you that really takes you by surprise. Yes. And then I do something that is counter to what you perceive the reason for my kindness yes, is. Yes, yes, yes. It can it's get shocking. very confusing, yeah. not just about the act, but about like what just happened. So I, um, when I was studying that verse, I, my purpose was to kind of hone in on that power of persuasion. But when I ended up studying it, um, God was kind of drawing my attention to the word before it. Because um, a lot of times when you read it, it, it reads it, it, different translations. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll translate that in different ways. But the, but the ultimate point of that is it reads, um, but ultimately, nevertheless, the centurion, Julius, was um, was rather persuaded or was more was more persuaded and he just kind of was focusing my attention for me to study on the word more yeah rather it, it right yeah 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 yes because that's good. a lot of times I think just when I've read through that story I've I focused in on well how could he have been persuaded yes and when you read that I always think that language helps me understand uh, the depth of what was really written. Um, and so I always try to, and you can, when you, when you, if you want to understand a verse more, and Kyle always explains Greek to me, um, but if you don't have a Kyle, um, <laughs> sitting next to you when you're studying, you can always just look it up because you can put a verse in, like you could put in Acts 27, 11 Greek. Yeah, right, 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 right. And there's different the tools that you can really understand it. And so when I was doing that, I, I, I honed in on that word more or rather because I started to realize that the connotation wasn't one or the other. He didn't believe um, the majority voice. Yes, he, he gave believed more the majority voice more. more. And um, so, so good, when you study it in the Greek, the word is malon. And what the connotation there is this. It's, oh, I, love, I love language because it always gives us a greater insight. It's kind of like having the backstory on a movie. When Absolutely. You feel like I, I came in maybe three scenes in and I don't know what's going on. And yeah. then this is like that. that um, that part that comes before the ah, so it, it means rather more than what it is compared to. The connotation is that one is good, but that the other is better. Yes, yes. And so, and it goes on to explain that the connotation is that we have a ranking system that is uh, chosen according to what we have prioritized and what our preference is. Really good. Dude. That's really the whole meaning of just that one moment in the scripture right there, and. 
Um, so I started thinking about when I have been trying to uh, understand the goodness of God, or if I've been trying to help someone else understand the goodness of God, I think in both instances it's always about trying to really believe that God is good. Yes. And yet I've always struggled with the fact that the word says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And myself and others included have tasted and we have seen that the Lord is good, but it has not equated to freedom. Yes. And that's very hard because when we read a scripture like that, well, it kind of, we just take it to mean, well, I'm going to taste and then I'm going to believe. Yes, right, exactly. And it doesn't mean that. It means that you can taste a piece of chocolate cake and you can say, that is good chocolate cake. But if you taste tres leches or something, oh, and you're hallelujah. like, now that cake was good, but this is better. And it tells you that maybe someone's palate ranks yes, different tastes. Yes, correct, correct. With a different priority correct. of what's going to win in that correct. situation. and. Um, when you think then about the scripture that talks about you will know the truth and the yep. truth will set you free, the word know there um, in the Greek, the, the point is, is the actual language there surrounding it is to know as if you would know a man or a woman yeah, with intimacy. Yeah, intimacy. As Absolutely. a first-hand right. personal experience. Correct. So when we say the truth, you should know that you should know the truth. The scripture says you it's should not know intellectual. the truth. And you, and you think, well, I can't. it's the same reason why yes. you can taste and see that the Lord is good, but you can still go with the majority, majority voice. Absolutely. Because you haven't known it intimately. When we taste and see that the Lord is good, and then we let him intimately show us what good yes. is defined as. Correct. Then that's when we'll know the truth. That's, why, truth we let, that's why we let circumstance persuade us. Yeah. Other, you know, hurt persuade us. Other people's uh, belief systems persuade yeah. us, and it's not that we, it's not that we ignore the things of God. It's not that we, mm -mm. you know, throw them out. We just, you know, we trash them. It's that we give more weight to, yeah, exactly what you're saying, Dave. More mm -hmm. weight to, more priority to yeah. these things over here. Yeah, our soul is always weighing um, what what stance will feed us the most. Be the be most benefit to us. But most benefit, and yep. um, and we'll talk about this in another time, but I think that what our soul, our soul always wants two things. It doesn't just want the absence of distress. Uh, it wants the presence of relief. Yes, that's And those so two good. things are different. Yeah. So whatever the majority voice was offering, um, it at some capacity, for this centurion, it offered not just the absence of the least amount of distress. Yes. yes. It also offered the presence of relief. Yes. And if we, if that is what we are living for, because that's what our soul, without the touch of God, is always living for, then we're always going to say, "This is good," but that, but that is, is my better. Yeah. And D, I think I think when I look at this verse, um, the re what, uh, uh, the reason maybe one of the reasons he could do that uh, is really kind of found in here um, because when we look in, look in these verses, we see um, Julius is the centurion's two responses right. to kind of the, the, this prophetic moment, right? So Paul symbolizing, same right, same, same exact brand. same, yeah. per, and, and, and to both people, right. the same person responded to the same person and Paul kind of symbolizing, you know, God's presence there, mm -hmm. God's word there, God's direction there. Yeah. And, um, and the, the, the first thing that I see 
is uh, in verse 3 it says that he was kind so you were talking about right he was Mm -hmm. kind he was kind towards Paul Um, he was nice Uh, he didn't have to be by the Mm -hmm. way he didn't have to be and that's that's always the the fun part for us I knock this off all the time so I'm so sorry that's our mic Um, he he, he doesn't have to be nice right so he's like but I was nice I didn't have to do it but I did it Mm -hmm. and that Greek word which is so cool is that for kind is the word philanthropic it's where we get the word charity from. Yeah. He's charitable. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't just kindness, being nice. It's right. actually, hey, you know, I'm going to do you yeah. some charity. Like going into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. there's levels here. 100%, like, right? Doing I'm, I'm doing this for you. Uh, I just want to let you know I'm doing this uh, for you. Um, and I think at times, if we're honest, when it comes to, to God, when it comes to the, the Word of God, we treat the Word of God with kindness. We treat the word and the ways of God, the kingdom of God, the plan of God with this charity. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. well, like God, I, I don't ha- I don't have to, but like I'm, I'm doing you a favor just Exactly. I showed up today. <laughs> yeah. Um I, I, I did I did that one thing, God, and it, it really sets us up uh, it really sets us up to create issues, D, in our life that undermine our life. Um, on one hand I think it magnifies mm-hmm. um, it magnifies the place kindness plays with the word. Oh yeah. Right? So it magnifies like if I'm if I'm kind to the word. If I'm just good, if I'm good towards the word, if I'm good towards God, if I'm good towards people, yes. then that's enough. I'm good. Yeah. And it magnifies I'm not the place. Against right? I'm not I'm argumentative. Not right. It's there. I mean, I'm I'm being charitable. I'm I'm how are we towards the word? Charitable, right? And on the other side, so it magnifies the place of kindness in the word. But it also, on the other side, it actually um, marginalizes the power that the word should have over us. So on one side, it's like, I'm being really kind. Look how charitable I am. And on the other side, it's marginalizing the yeah. fact that we shouldn't be, the, wor- the word should be over us. Right. We shouldn't be over the word. But when we're actually feeling like we're being charitable by God, to God by giving, or charitable yeah. of God to God when we actually forgive someone or charitable to God when we overlook an offense. I mean, look, God, look what I'm, I'm, I'm being charitable. I'm being kind. I'm being benevolent mm. towards you. Right. It, it actually, it treats it. It makes the word beholden to us rather than us beholden to the word. And that's why we get, come on, let's just be honest. Let's take this step out for a moment. Let's just be honest. This is why we get offended with people mm. because with people we're like, I was so nice to them. Right. I don't how I can I would yeah. never I was so nice I was so kind to yeah. them I ne- why would they act like that towards yeah. me because at some level we think because we're kind towards someone mm-hmm. we're charitable towards someone that it's that it should actually contain enough power right. to change the circumstance yes. but right. it doesn't right. because we're actually simply being benevolent yeah. and 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 that's the issue, guys. When we actually act out of kindness rather than conviction, we'll lose the power that the word actually brings. So I was mm-hmm. thinking about this the other day. Um, driving home from the Cherry Hill campus towards our house, uh, when you get to the airport circle, right. which we were which discussing. Not it's not a circle, by the way, anymore. <laughs> and uh, um, But there's there's always um, displaced people there, yeah. uh, people who are, who are struggling living on the streets. Yeah. And um, I would love to say that every time I pull up there, mm. I look to give them money. Mm. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I actually am so excited to be able to do it that I, I pull into the closest lane to them to, to make sure that I can give them money. And then other times, I'm just not in that space that day. Really I'm not in the space to be charitable. It's really good. I, I don't really, I'm, I don't really, I'm not feeling it that day. Um, 
and uh, and 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 I, I might. And you're recalling even. Well, I did this before. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. And and I could say I've already given it to them. Especially right. I mean, I've already. And, and then I, I justify in my mind what they're going to do with it, mm -hmm. so I don't give it to them. And and then I pull into like the longer line or or the line so all good. the way to the so the farthest line. And it's sometimes I don't have money, so then I feel guilty, and then, yeah. I'm, then I'm thinking, well, I can't give it to them anyway. And then I have to remember, God hasn't called me to be kind towards the word of God that says, give and it shall be given. Mm -hmm. Take care of the poor. Generous man will himself be blessed. The world of the, 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 the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. The world of the generous. He didn't tell me to be kind and benevolent towards, mm -hmm. charitable towards that scripture. He told me to be convicted by that scripture. So like, even mm -hmm. if I don't have money, I was thinking about this the other day. I was so convicted. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, I might not have any money in my wallet, but I always have hope. I always have mm -hmm. a smile. I always have a kind word to sow into their life. And, and, and in my mind, I, but I'm thinking, D, I've been charitable before. Right. I, I mean, I'm, I'm doing right. this pretty well. Right. And that's what actually sets us up for a loss because it's, 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 uh, kindness doesn't contain the power to change anything. The word contains the power to change things. Mm -hmm. So when I believe that I've been kind towards something and when I'm kind towards it, it demands reciprocation. That's yeah, that's what I was thinking. Right? Yeah, exactly. Because you're it's an it's, it's an account. Right. And you've made a deposit. Correct. When so, I'm charitable, I ex when I've given to a charity, I expect right. to be invited right. to that charity's events. Right. It's kind of like when you if you were to to deposit a hundred dollars into your account and then you went to wait, make a withdrawal and there was only eighty in there. Mm -hmm. You're like, Well what's that about? Correct. Right? And then you say, What's fees? And who says they can do because I put in a hundred, so I should be able to withdraw a hundred. Correct. It's Correct. just like because it's not and, and then that shows like you weren't really giving when you deposit something into your account, you're not giving that money away. No, I'm depositing. You're, you're reserving it. Correct. So that you can For, I can use it later. Yeah, exactly. All right. Exactly. Can, exactly. When you come from a place of kindness, it's it's funny how it's not really a deposit. It's just I'm hoping that you hold this Correct. so that I can make my withdrawal when I deem it necessary for my benefit. Correct. A charitable mindset D is always going to set us up for offense. And this is what we have to recognize. So that's why we have to really ask ourselves the question, are we looking at the Word of God and the things of God with conviction or with with kindness? Am I kind towards the Word or am I convicted mm -hmm. by the Word? Because I, because so there's this moment in 2 Kings chapter 5 where... The Syrian um, commander of the army named Naaman, he has leprosy. Mm -hmm. So he hears yeah. about Elisha, the great prophet, and he comes to Elisha, and the Bible says he comes with a great gift, right? Yeah. He comes with 10 talents of silver and 6,000 shekels of gold and 10 pairs of clothing. Um, they were Gucci or Armani or something. And, and, they, and he comes, and, and those things are sent ahead. Mm -hmm. And Elisha says, you don't even need to come to me. Just go dunk yourself seven times in the Jordan River. He is so offended. <laughs> He's so offended. He's like, I didn't need to come to you. I could have, I didn't need to give you a gift. I could have forced you. I could have made you. I mean, look at what I've done. Uh, this doesn't even deserve an, an audience. Right. I mean, who right. am, what am I? Just a servant to go get dunk some water? I mean, this is ridiculous. They weren't he, gifts. They were down payments. Exactly. He's literally <laughs> offended yeah. that his charity towards the man of God did not produce when the word came, the word had power. The word had power. See, here's the problem. The word had power. It was his attitude towards it that actually nullified it in his life. Because the word had power. Naaman heard it, was offended because his charity didn't produce what he thought it should. Walked away, still leprous. That is, He's still leprous. Hard. That's right? Because we can... 
we we read it and it seems so what is wrong with you and then you realize that you're him correct and you're like come on god look what i brought you look what i've done yeah. for you look what i've given you yeah and then the word simply comes but it's different than the way we want it to come mm-hmm. because he's not defining good a hundred percent because we're still saying that because that's that's the truth it's kind of like as long as you're making a deposit instead of giving a gift in your heart yes correct right then you're always you will always feel like you have the power yep. and the right to decide how it's spent a hundred percent even if it's god and uh, it, especially when it's god mm-hmm. um and i think what i what i love about that story is that Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, right? The Gehazi runs this man down. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if he would have asked you to do something crazy, you would have done it, right? <laughs> yeah. But 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 now this, and why are you not doing it? And and the man hears from Gehazi, is mm-hmm. convicted, turns around, yes. ducks, dunks, goes into Jordan, dunks himself seven times, is healed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so powerful because Gehazi means the, the, the valley or the place of vision. Mm-hmm. And the, the vision of God, the voice of God, the vision of God ran this man down. Even when he was walking away, even when he was doing his own thing. The con- See, that's the goodness of our God. Even when we choose to deal with his word differently and walk away in our sickness, the vision of God for your life still hunts you down. The, the spirit of God still is coming for you all the time. And all it took for him to do was listen and submit to that word. And the Bible says when he dunked himself seven times in the Jordan River, he was healed. Seven is the number of perfection. The Jordan River is an image of the, the, the Holy Spirit because it is the river of life. My friends, he didn't just get into the into the river. He immersed himself. He submersed himself into that river. And when he submersed himself completely, when he was willing to go under it completely, and that's what submission is, we don't need to just be acknowledgers of the word or be charitable towards the word or kind towards the word. We need to submit ourselves to the word, Mm -hmm. get under the word, be immersed in the word and the promises of God. And then when you come up out of that, come on, there's healing, there's Mm -hmm. transformation and change. So it is not the it's it's not our charity towards God or charity towards the things of the kingdom. It is our conviction to live out the kingdom that actually brings the healing in that in those moments. That's the power of this. It is the word that contains power to change things, not our charity towards it. It's I'm going to keep saying it. It is yeah. the word that contains the power. It's not our charity. The word, the word. It's why we're frustrated when we're nice to people and things don't change. Why? Because there's no word in it. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're living our right. relationships nice, kind. Right. We're being, uh, we're being uh, sweet. We're, we're keeping the peace. And we're wondering why our mm. relationships are still in the, in the crapper. Why? Because we're not actually convicted by the word first. Come on. It's the word that contains the power to change those things. The word was made flesh. Come on. It wasn't that the flesh received the word. The word, come on, became flesh. In, 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 in the hierarchy of the created order, the word has supremacy. The word was spoken and then the created order came. Jesus says in Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will live forever. Now, 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 now this is what I'm going to say to that. I am not excusing people. The, I'm not excusing people. I'm not making an excuse that we don't have to be kind. Because no, that's no, what people no, are going to hear. No, like, yeah. oh, the pastor yeah. said you don't have to be kind. No, no, no. First, first. 1 Corinthians 13, mm-hmm. 4, love is kind. Mm. God is always kind. Mm. However, kindness is not always God. Yes. People of the word are always kind, but, kind, uh, but kindness doesn't make you a person of the word. Yeah. 
Kindness is the filter in which the word was always meant to be distributed to the world. Kindness, love, goodness. But us being kind in the world doesn't mean that we're people of the word. But when you are a person of the word, you will always be kind. You know, I was thinking about a scripture that's always meant a lot to me. I talk about it often, and it's um, it's the kindness of God that leads, leads us, us to, to repentance. repentance. And um, Romans two four. And a lot of times that comes just through a one on one moment with God, um, like a heart to heart moment with God, and you see His kindness, or it comes through um, the the hand of, of one of his daughters or one mm-hmm. of his sons. and But I don't know if I can recall a time where it's the kindness that leads us to repentance, but the kindness in our humanity, we would think that it has to be void of truth or yes. judgment. Yes. And um, there, there have been plenty of times when I have been turned back to God, uh, whether it's just on a Tuesday in your whole life right. and it's often because I feel the conviction of God coming toward me correct uh, it's not because just someone's being so nice to me nice is not kindness correct because like San is nice yes and he he's is. trying to figure out who's naughty and who's nice you know but that, that's yeah, the standard correct. like we start to give the world's definition to kindness correct um, that and it just doesn't work because kindness has a purpose yes it has a motive behind it, and the motive is always to bring us to the side of Christ. Absolutely. So inside of that, there even has to be truth that can be convicting. And I think a lot of times... The truth bring Yeah, you said it. Know the truth. The truth will set you free. Right, right, yeah. I, look, the, we go off on, on long tangents yeah. about how, you know, in our world today, um, I think Christians need to be more kind. For sure. Um, sure. But, but it, it really is... It needs to be, it, it's our, the powers in the word. Because D, when we treat, when we treat the things of God with a sense of philanthropic charity, when mm-hmm. I'm charitable towards God, then I always have this running list in my head, like we said about giving to those who are displaced. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, look what I've done before, name yes. it, look what I've brought, I don't have to do this, so there should be reciprocation. That's right not to do it. Correct, which then, just like Julius here, when the pressure is on, because this is the next thing in verse yes. nine. When the pressure is on, yes. it it justifies my Absolutely. it justifies my response to not give it the proper place of authority. Because I mean, look, I've I've do you know I've, how much I've done exactly. Do you know how much like, I've done? Do you know how much I've given? Do you know God? Do you know you know? So I mean, I've already done this already, yeah. and and it, it's like we 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 it gives us the excuse, our soul, the excuse it needs to actually move away from. Mm-hmm. And, and, and reject. So on one level, he treats Paul charitably. Yeah. But when the pressure's on and the big decision has to come, a decision that would actually jeopardize, could mm-hmm. jeopardize his career. Yeah. It could, in his mind, jeopardize uh, the money that's going to happen, yeah. the, the, the success of the, the venture. Yes. He says, Paul, thanks. I got it. Mm-hmm. I was kind to you before. Know your place. Know your place. He didn't recognize it as God anyway. Correct. He didn't recognize it as God. I think that that also happens sometimes is that um, Paul was speaking the the heart of God into that. Always. Continually. And continually. And sometimes we, even in in our kindness moments, we're figuring out 
uh, oh, I like what that was. I like what was said there. I agree with that. Yes. And we and we call that God. But yes. then if we don't like something else, it was just Paul. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. That was right? just him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's 100%. What, but, but we do that all the time 100%. with people in our lives. You're like, okay, well, I, I, I agreed with you when you said that. Correct. But I don't agree with you when you say this. And instead of saying, okay, God, which voice was yours through that person? 100%. Was it all? Like, what, what, if he would have realized it then, he would have realized that it was all God through Paul. Yes. Because that's how God was trying to communicate to him. Yes. Right? Well, you, and, and you just said that, that word through Paul. What's so interesting here is that Paul actually in this stands up and he says, I'm here to tell you, God is telling yeah, me I know, I know. that it's going to be disastrous. Yeah. He uses a word right. that, that, the, that that man would have known the meaning of. He actually, he says disaster. That Greek yeah. word is the word hubris. Yeah. Hubris. It means decisions that come from insolence, decisions that come from pride. He said, you're going to have danger, disaster, because the decisions you're making from pride are disastrous. Pride come up before a fall. He, the, the Bible says he was persuaded by the helmsman. Yeah. And he was persuaded by the owner of the ship. Yeah. Um, and, and I think sometimes we can be so kind to the word at one time that it justifies why we don't have to do it on this time. And that word persuasion means to have, like you said, two thought processes mm -hmm. to give weight to one more than the other. Yeah. But James chapter 1 D in verse 8 says, a double-minded man is unstable in everything that they do. They should expect nothing from God. Not not something. Yeah, yeah. Right? So God's already setting it up. He's saying, look, if you're going to be double-minded in the way that you mm -hmm. approach my word, if you're going to deal with my word in charity, um, that that's all that you should expect nothing from me. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in that too, you know, they talk about how um, the majority the majority he listens to yes, the majority correct. voice. Yep. Yep. And I was just sitting here thinking like if if God was speaking to his if the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit and yet they still don't always qualify as the majority to me. <laughs> like what, he's right. like it's what right. more do I need to offer our, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. To yeah, show yeah. You that. Mm. But it's, it's the creator of the world, the savior of the world, the convictor of the world. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, it's yeah, like sure. you, okay, if if you wanted to say it's one voice against many, but it's really the totality of who God is Yes. against what our world is saying, what our emotions are saying, what our brokenness is saying, Correct. what our flesh is saying, however you want to say it, our humanity, people we love. It's still yes. all of those things, even if it's all of those things. It doesn't still, it's still the majority should 100%. be to us. The voice of the Father, Son, and Holy yeah. Spirit. See, that's what we're not, I don't think at times we truly understand or that we really want to wrestle with. We, just like Julius, um, we always have a Paul that's speaking to us. That's the Holy Spirit. He's always speaking to us. The Word of God is always there yes. speaking to us, yes. talking to us about our pride, yes. talking to us about it. And we all have a helmsman, mm -hmm. which is our will. Yep, so true. The helmsman navigated the ship, our will how we want to navigate it. Then we all have an owner of the ship, which is our sinful, selfish nature. Yeah. Because the owner of the ship said, I don't want to weather here. I want to get to my destination. I want to get where I want to go. I want to do it the way I want to do it because at the end, I want to get what is mine. Even as a Christian. It is, I'm, I'm talking you, about as a Christian. Sometimes yeah. you want to hear that example and you want to say like, oh, you mean like before I became a believer? Yeah, like, no, no, no. No, like no. this morning. Even Jesus, he was wrestling in the garden with not yes. my will, your will. And that's why there's a difference between um, kindness between kindness towards the Word of God and submission to the Word of God. Um, and mm. being that submersed under yeah. the Holy Spirit. Submersed, it's what Naaman had to do. He had to get under it. 
Um, he, he couldn't be above it. He had to get under it. He had a position that was above it, but he need, in order to be healed, he had to get under it. And we all have this helmsman inside of us, and, and that's why it's important for us to recognize Jesus is really serious about what he gives us. So I want to just say this before we move on a little bit, but Jesus is really serious about what he bestows in us. Like his word's important. His word lasts forever. His word is more precious than silver to be sought after more than gold, the Bible says, right? So, absolutely. I mean, it's the, it's, it's, faith comes from hearing, hearing the word. So, faith is manifest out of the word. The word is the seed. So, Jesus is in, in Luke chapter 19, he tells the whole, and we don't have time to talk about it all, but the whole parable of the, the minuses. Uh, and it, what it is is the master goes away and gives his servants yeah. all, it's the, Luke's parable of talents. Yeah. And he says, he says to them, look, I love verse 13 of this. He said, here is what I'm going to give you. Occupy this until I come. Mm-hmm. Occupy it. Yeah. Steward it. Yeah. Occupy it. Stand on it. Make it your territory. Yes. Don't let anyone else come in and take it, rob it, move from it. Occupy it. Then there, there, the word of we need to we need to wake up and, and and occupy the word of God in our life. Occupy the call of God in our life. Occupy the plan of God in our life. We need to occupy it, not entertain it, not be charitable towards it, not just deal with it with kindly and friendly. Uh, God's not looking for another friend. Come on, God is looking for a son or a daughter who will respond. Jesus isn't looking just for a pal. He's looking for a disciple. Um, And so I I just, you know, I I think I want to make a call out to connect. We need to be occupying. I think at times we have occupied our political stance more than we occupied our kingdom position. We have occupied our selfish desires more than we have occupied the sacrifice for kingdom desire. There, there, there is, we've got to learn how to occupy this bad boy because the truth is the, how we steward the word of God that is brought to us, not only influences our life, but actually influences and affects everyone that's on the ship with us. Yes. When you were the saying, ship with us. Yeah. When you were saying, um, spiritual, I mean, when you were saying we have to occupy it, I kept hearing this term, like, because there, it needs to be spiritually lucrative, lucrative. Yes. And a lot of times um, when we occupy that, whatever it is that we have been called to, we're usually making decisions based on something it being lucrative to us in another manner. Yes. Emotionally lucrative. Yes, correct. Financially lucrative. Relationally, relationally yep. lucrative. And God was just kind of, you know, just speaking in my heart about how that when we fully occupy what he's given, like those talents, it's spiritually lucrative, and that absolutely. And, when, and by the, the connotation is, and that is that it's 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 there's a spiritual um, gain for many. Yes, it's not just for because a lot of times when we make those the emotionally lucrative decision or the um, relationally lucrative decision, it's usually me, myself, and I. What's that gain in that ship. area? Yeah, exactly. Right. But, a, but when when you occupy, there is a spiritual spiritual lucrative. Um, spiritually lucrative result yes. and reservoir from which it comes and it's never meant for us to hoard but a lot of times it's like I'll, I'll go that far but the cost to me is too great like of course, even 100%. right now right? Yeah, in, yes, in everything sure. that we're facing in our world um, we can we don't necessarily go to the word right off the bat to see what the word says the harder sayings of Jesus correct and make our stand there because it's going to be more lucrative to our relationships 
if we make a different stand. Correct. And in our minds, then we start saying, and I already did this for you anyway, Correct. already in Correct. this area Correct. and that area. You know and how much I've already, I've already changed? This. I've already lost for absolutely I've already right. had to give up yep. that and all of those things. And then all of a sudden, what are we? We're persuaded. Not because we didn't believe what the mm. word says was good when we read it yes. and we went to the word, but we just decided that those other things were better. They oh, were greater. That we had a preference for those things because that outranked where truth comes in yes. and the importance into our spirit. And yeah, I think it's, I just want to throw this out there, but I think it's more dangerous. We need to be careful because I think the longer that we are with the things of God, the easier it is for our soul to justify the charity we've given to God. Mm -hmm. So like the centurion was Absolutely. with Paul a really long yes. time. Yes. He wasn't just on the ship a long yeah, time. Yeah, he had been really with good. him in jail in, in uh, Jerusalem mm -hmm. before this. So he'd been with him a really long time. So he's like, I've been kind to you so many times. Look how good, I, how well I've dealt with you. But now, Paul, this is sure. serious matter. Yes. Now this is serious matter. The consequence is greater. A hundred percent. And 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 in this, remember, Paul says it's your hubris, mm. hubris. It's it's your pride that's going to bring disaster. Mm. It's your hubris that's going to lose the cargo. It, it, it lose the business, lose the income. It's your hubris that's going to lose the relationships on this boat. It's the hubris that's going to lose this ship altogether, this community that God's put you in. It's your hubris, your pride to think that you can deal with the Word of God this way. But can I just say this? I want to give a, a, a word of redemption because I know I've dealt with God this way. Both hands up, both feet up, yep. right? Same. I know I have. I know God don't... You know, there have been times and a lot of times in my life when I'm like, are you serious? This is what you're giving me? You do know what I've given you? Do you know how long I've served? And I know everyone's like, oh, that's unchristian. I know. <laughs> right? I know. Thank you for all being a part of the club with me. <laughs> right? Here's how good God is. He says, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Not going to listen to the word of God. Out of pride, I'm going to make a decision. Mm -hmm. They end up in a storm where the ship is going to be destroyed and they're all going to die. And in Acts 27, verse 31... Paul says, God's got a different plan. Let me tell you what God is saying. In verse 31 and 32, the centurion goes, we're going to do what Paul says. <laughs> yeah. I looked at that and said, look oh, at God's grace. Goodness, yeah. Thank God he doesn't give us what we think our charity deserves. Because he would say, when compared to my giving versus your giving, you're on the wrong end, pal. Mm -hmm. So enjoy the bottom of the Mediterranean because you chose to, out of hubris, not listen to my word. What a God of grace. Yes. And he brings salvation to the lives. The word of God. When the centurion got under the word, he was saved. If you will simply bring your marriage back under the word, the word can bring salvation back to your marriage. If we'll let our finances get back under the word, God can bring salvation back to our finances. When, when we allow that offense to get under the word, then God can bring salvation back to that offense. We, we, we got to get sum, sum, submerged, immersed. We can't deal with the word with kindness. We actually have to deal with the word out of the conviction, the power of God. Joshua says in Joshua 24, 15, as for me and my house, D, we will serve the Lord. And his lineage did. Matter of fact, that word serve means to be to get my allegiance. I, the Lord will have my allegiance. So the challenge, my friends, today is that are we going to be governed more by our willful manipulation from the helmsman 
from the owner of the ship or are we going to be make our decisions from divine revelation I'm going to end with this verse Ezekiel 33 31 says this and they come to you as a people come and they sit before you as my people and they hear what you say but they will not do it for with lustful talk with in their mouths they act the problem is their heart is set on gain let's not be those people let's not be those people my friends if like Naaman today you thought God should have responded differently because of the charity you've shown and you've walked away still in your leprosy still in your hurt still in your brokenness can I say my God is a God that heals the brokenhearted he is sending his spirit even now even through this message even in your heart the Gehazi to, 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 to show you that he loves you and wants you to come back there's a healing if you'll just get under the word maybe you're like the centurion man you've been kind to God you've been kind to church you've been benevolent to the things of God friendly towards God's word but in some of the biggest decisions you've allowed hubris to make a decision for you and you're finding yourself in the shipwreck of life just like he did for Paul just like he did for Julius just like he did for Naaman goodness of God, the grace of God will speak into that moment. And the moment Julius the Centurion acted on the word of God, the people were saved. My friends, that's whether you know Jesus or don't know him right now, that's the invitation we make for you. If you've known Jesus and to be honest, like the prodigal son, you've walked away. If you've kind of built where you are justified in your mind because I mean, I did all these things and nothing has worked out the way that I thought it should work out. And you've allowed that offense to get in the way between you and God. Today's the day to get back under the grace of God. My God will heal all the brokenness in our lives. Or maybe you're far from God today. Maybe you've never said yes. Maybe you've been driving your own ship your whole life. And you've went from shipwreck to shipwreck to shipwreck. Today's the day. Jesus simply said, if you will confess me as Lord with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, died on the cross for you, his work, not yours, and rose from the dead, the word of God says, today you'll be saved. Can we pray together? No matter where you are, this is your opportunity to say yes to Jesus. Just say, dear Lord Jesus, dear Lord Jesus here, I am today. here I am today. I've come to give you all my life I'm holding nothing back. I'm holding nothing back. I'm chasing hard after you. I'm chasing hard after you. Forgive me of all the times I've messed up. Forgive me of all the times I've messed up. Cleanse me of all my sin. Cleanse me of all my sin. Come be the Lord of my life. Come be the Lord of my life. I submit myself to you. I submit myself to you. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your spirit. Thank you for making me your child. Thank you for making me your child. I'm choosing now. I'm choosing now. To live for you. To live for your glory, your glory and your kingdom cause. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. We rejoice with you guys we do. today. There's so many other decisions to yes. make that have, you know, that their ramifications come and go, but this one is a legacy of eternity. So we rejoice with you. And if you want to understand a little bit more about what Kyle was talking about, particularly at the end and 
what that can mean for you as a person. Uh, we have a book that we would love to send to you for free of charge. Uh, it's called The Surprise of Your Life. And if you are joining us today, uh, one of the first times if you're with us as a result of coming on out to um, the food truck that we do in partnership with Carson Wentz's A1 Foundation. Good course. Which is called Thy Kingdom Crumb. You'll notice that this book has been um, in some of your goodie boxes as well. And I we, we hear such great reports about people passing them along. Unbelievable, people right? People loving yeah. sit, sitting down and reading. It's a very conversational um, very uplifting book, and it really just takes you through the heart of God, maybe in a way that you haven't heard about it before. So can, I, can I just say, we heard a story the other day about someone who basically stayed up late into the night um, and it. just couldn't put the book down and came back and told their spouse just yeah. how they'd never heard uh, the love of God explained like that. Yeah. Um, and if you've ever been struggling with trying to understand uh, the love of God because of your experience with religion or experience with religious people, I'm here to tell you, just send an email to prayer at theconnectchurch.com with your name and uh, your address, your mailing address. We'll get it out to you for free. Yeah. Uh, we believe it's going to change your life. Yeah. Um, so thank you, guys. Uh, and, and guys, we want to encourage you just as, as we continue in service today to be a part of what God is a part of, which is giving into our world and making a difference. Um, you know, it's one thing that the, the man of God, I mean, the, the, that the centurion was charitable um, towards the things of God. But Paul lived his life for the kingdom of God. And so both of them gave. One gave kind of out of a friendly Philadelphia kind of friendly way. I'm kind of all right with it. The other said, no, I absolutely know what I'm convicted of. And the Bible says, give and it shall be given. The Bible says... To, to bring your whole tithe into the storehouse. Why? So there, there's food, there's preparation, there is uh, abundance for other people. And my friends, that's what we do here at Connect. We want to let you know that your giving makes a difference. It, it, it brings the word into people's lives. It, it, it brings food into people's lives. It brings hope into people's lives. It brings freedom from addiction into people's lives. Your giving makes a difference. Even in this a day and age where we're having to do church differently. Listen, just because we are doing church differently doesn't mean that the church, the church is not handicapped. The church is absolutely making a difference. We're finding different ways to love on people. We're finding different ways to meet the needs of people in our house and out of our house. So be a part of that. Dee, how can they give today? How can they be a part of that? Uh, there's going to be, again, the link tree that we mentioned at the beginning. There is a, if, again, whatever social media platform you're on, you'll be able to click on that link and you can go right on over and you can, um, I just want to say, you know, give to the heartbeat of God. Amen. Sometimes when, when you've been stirred by the heartbeat of God, like we have been today personally, yeah. um, it's not, again, nothing that we're depositing as far as exactly, like withdrawal, exactly. but it is something beautiful to be able to give to him in response of when he's given to us. Um, and you can click on that link and do so. Yeah, don't pull into the far lane. Come on, somebody, you know what I'm talking about. Don't pull into the far lane. Um, you, God has blessed you with something to be able to sow for someone else to be released. Um, and that's, by the way, you mentioned TKC, that Kingdom Crumb food truck that we do do in partnership with uh, Carson Wentz's A1 Foundation. Carson, we love you. We're believing for you tonight. Uh, we love you. We're so thankful for all that you and your family and your uh, foundation uh, give in partnership with us tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow, which is a new day that we're, we're, we're doing tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, um, and uh, stay tuned to social media. They'll tell you everything yeah. when, and it will be at the Cherry Hill campus there at 1110 South Corner Avenue. Uh, free, free family f food meals, um, and I know we have like two 
I think we have two runs this week. I think we do. I think I think the Monday one is the one that we've announced, right? Yeah, Monday. <laughs> That's why you have to you got to pay attention to it's it's awesome. And to be honest, can I invite you? If Connect is your home. You're right. We may not be able to be in person services right now, although the building is starting to move along. You're going to see some changes, uh, bigger changes in the next few weeks. It's it's so exciting. But the truth is. We can be together when we're out there giving away food, waving to people, clapping for people, loving on people, praying for them as they come by. It's so exciting to see people's lives change. So uh, you can go to Linktree and uh, sign up to serve. And like in 20 seconds, you also wanted to mention about... Shoulder to shoulder. They've got an event coming up, D. Yeah, we're going to have our first in-person event with starting out with shoulder to shoulder uh, coming up next Saturday. Um, I know the link has already gone out to women who are in shoulder to shoulder to sign up. The spots are limited um, because just the way that it is right now. Uh, so if you're not in shoulder to shoulder, be um, outdoor. It's an outdoor socially distance. Socially distance. <laughs> yeah, tell them, the, tell them all the stuff. No, I'm telling them the good no, stuff. It's, yeah, yeah, it's not. It's 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 it, they've thought it out so well. They really it's have. Really beautifully planned and organized, and it's a time where uh, the ladies will be able to see each other's faces. And be receive the word, yeah. receive the word, yep. um, and but done well, and that's why you have to reserve a spot. And by are, Wednesday, by the by way, Wednesday, by Wednesday, there are only yep. a certain amount of spots, uh, just because of you know the situation that we're under. But um, so make sure that you go. I think there's a link tree too as well. You can if you if you haven't gone to shoulder to shoulder yet, but you would love to see and check it out off in the safety of your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you right. don't have to just get out of your car. Just kind of watch. You can. That's, that's a good way. Um, but if you get out of the car, you're wearing a mask <laughs> and you're socially distanced and you're going to stay in your little area um, because look, we, we, we care about everybody. Um, but we want to we want to take some steps into into this area as well. Um, just want to uh, because election night is Tuesday, we're not going to have chat room this Tuesday night. Um, but it doesn't mean that we uh, shouldn't be praying for our nation and praying for uh, for people, praying for peace. Um, church, we absolutely one hundred percent adore you and love you. Um, we miss to see your faces, but what we but we but every time we're together on this, literally, Dee and I walk away and we go, so good to be with them. And thank you for being with us. Thank you for coming and carving out your Sunday mornings and your Tuesday nights um, because we do feel like there are people here with us. Absolutely. It's happening simultaneously in it and it feeds our spirit. So thank you so much for spending your morning with us. Yeah. We love you, church. God bless you. Go, birds! Yes, Hallelujah!